Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pretty Boy Podcast here. I'm your host, Pretty Boy Chris, and this podcast is brought to you by the Rage Game Network Podcast and Rage Game Network Podcast crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode eight of the Pretty Boy Podcast. I am your host, Pretty Boy Chris, and uh, been a few weeks off, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I am happy to be back making content for you guys. So, like I said, <clears throat> uh, Rage Game's probably going to be on a little hiatus while we get Andy moved into his new house, so I am picking up uh, a couple uh, episodes here to help you guys out. So you get some type of content throughout the uh, little hiatus here. So today uh, we're going to go over a couple of things. Uh, this episode is going to be surrounded mostly between a couple D&D projects that I found out that are coming up. Things have been happening. But also the second half, we're going to go over some t- gaming TV news. There's two big franchises. Uh, one got teased a little bit not too long ago. The other one we just found a premiere date. So we're going to talk about that kind of after the break. We'll get into that. Then I've got, obviously, my Pretty Boy Chris's uh, Game of the Week, which we'll talk about that one in a little bit. And I think that's it for today. I I don't expect this to be a long episode, Um, maybe 40 minutes or so. We'll see where it goes. We'll, uh, We'll go from there. All right, so our first topic today that we are going to go over is an early look that just came out. Game Informer, actually I found this article, came out, and one of their, I think it's their editor-in-chief, has actually their own little section called Top of the Table. That's Game Informer's basically tabletop game and news. Um, So one of the guys from Game Informer actually was able to get an exclusive early look at... A Dungeons and Dragons Onslaught game. You're probably asking, "Ooh, what? That sounds interesting. What? What's this game all about?" Pretty much from what I got from the article <clears throat> is this. Listen, first off, let's talk about how D and D has been around for generations and ages, right? You know, it's it's grained into our, really into our entertainment and, and our environments. All of us, most of us probably on this podcast do play D and D in some sort. Um, we have for years, you know, we're all excited fans, but one of the things that this game kind of does that normal D and D isn't the best at is this kind of shortens it. Uh, this, D&D, you got to remember, is very time-consuming, right? And of course, a lot of planning and attention before you even start your party, before you start your adventures, your first quest, you go out and explore a game. The DM has to know all this information. They have to do a lot of research, um, which could t- take a lot of time. <clears throat> so this D&D Onslaught game is a two-person competitive skirmish game. That's what they're calling it. Um Basically, each player gets control of an advancing party from the Forgotten Realm, which is really cool. I like this already. A two-person skirmish game. Here's the thing that I like about it, too. Like we talked about, usually D&D takes days, 
months, years to complete a campaign. How they've got this set up here, D&D Onslaught game sessions, full game sessions can last anywhere from 90 minutes to 120 minutes. You're looking at almost two hours. That's it. It seems like, to me, not that bad. If you want to play in one sitting for a couple hours, a D&D game, this seems like this is the way to go, guys. Um, it's Like I said, it's not out yet, but when you can buy it, uh, a couple things that the article said, there's going to be about 21 pre-painted miniatures that you get. Um, there's a scenario book that's going to give you about seven different playable stories in the campaign that they have. Um, we'll go back to the article real quick. Honestly... It's got a mix of what you've, what you're used to, uh, playing D and D, and brings it. It's really designed for kids, as whiz kids. Um, that's coming up with this, so it's designed to get kids excited about D and D and want to play D and D again. Uh, play D and D. Right. So, it's kind of a love letter, is what they say in this article. This onslaught game it makes D and D combat. At the table, so much fun, but it streamlines everything, focuses on fast exchanges, balances one-on-one com- competitions, and accompanied by minis and other components. So it takes a lot of the good aspects of D&D and puts it together in a two-hour game, <clears throat> which is perfect, especially if you just don't have a ton of time to play D&D. You know, D&D can be very time-consuming. You know, I know we have... Uh, you got to play like every Saturday or every Sunday at this time. And you have to do it for months upon months. Not a lot of people can do that. They don't have that kind of time. You might only get a one time, you know, that you're with all your friends in the same room. They can play a game. You know, D&D Onslaught is probably the way to go, in my opinion. But you get into it. Um, it's going to come with, like I said, the core Onslaught is going to be released. The core portion of it, they're saying, is going to be around 140 bucks <clears throat> for the game. Um, there's going to be faction expansion packs that can build upon it. They're going to be about 60 bucks. Um, just looking at this, let me just keep reading real quick here. You know, to me, just looking at some of the artwork, it, it looks fun. Uh, you're going to get your own map, right? So you can play through the different realms. You get miniatures. So you can move your character. Um, I saw there was a little bag. The cork uh, set comes with this large number of cardboard uh, components and a handy bag to store them. So that's going to probably help you with your items and uh, crafts that you have with your character. You know, just looking at it. Um, it's a double-sided board that comes with this core set. And it features two unique maps. So <clears throat> if you want to see what I'm looking at, um, go down in the show notes below. You're going to see this article. We'll be sitting there for Game Informer if you want to take a look. Uh, let us also let us know what you think. Um, please reach out to Rage Game Network, and we have uh, Facebook, Instagram, Discord. Reach out to us. Tell us what you think. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys about what you think about our topics that we talk about on the show. Um, you know, just one thing I was reading here, instead of having character sheets, uh, D&D Onslaught's going to have, basically you're going to have a 
character progression damage and cooldown for powers. They're going to be with dials on the character and monster cards. That's how they kind of track that. So it'll tell you what your traits are for speed, AC, hit points, all in one dial. So that's really kind of cool that you don't need a character sheet. It's going to be done really everything you have there. We'll explain what your character um, has for speed, AC, hit points, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks good. Um, I'm curious if we're going to be able to see new battlefields, new expansions, so we can expand upon it. I guess we'll see as the time comes. So, yeah, if you're interested, check the article below, because uh, I'm actually kind of happy. I would like to see Rage Game maybe uh, see if we can buy this and play around with this, review it, and give you guys a good review back. So I'll have to talk to Andy and Sarah and Connor and... Uh, been about it yeah it looks good looks good to me i i appreciate that i i would play that all day long all right now today we're gonna go to our second topic our second topic and there's not much time left for this one uh one D is play testing expert classes so they were just testing another thing God, I want to say a couple months back they were play testing, and bear with me while I look it up because I completely forgot. Uh, character origins. They were testing character origins uh, earlier this year. Uh, they have been for about a almost two months now. Play testing expert classes. Uh, so you know the feedback survey ends November tenth. So when this comes out, you're going to have a couple of days to. Jump in if you want to look at it. Take a look at the playtest material. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, from the article... <clears throat> here, let me just kind of go back to my notes real quick. So on September 29th, they released their next playtest, which focuses on expert classes. Okay. Um, the expert classes on Earth, Arcadian introduces many new rules. Um... Basically, what they're trying to do is focus on reworking bards, rangers, and rogue classes. Uh, detailed character origins and rules. Uh, basically, they were trying to expand upon the rules and new ideas and alternative options that they have. Uh, so in this, you have, in addition, new class frameworks for expert classes for, like I said, bards, rangers, and roads. They'll appear in a PDF as well as subclasses and new class-specific feats. Um, as a bard and ranger are both spellcasters, the new arcane, divine, and permeal spell list will appear in its entirety, as well as rules on how they interact with the new one D&D spellcast classes. That's kind of a little of a snip pip I took out of there. Uh, there's a few things in the store for players for future Unearthed Arcane, including magical items, spells, a total of 48 subclasses across 12 character bases. So... If I recall, they're starting to, I think, streamline the classes in one D&D. Yeah, something like that. I know they're trying to streamline class, per se, and have more subclasses for characters. Um, I'm just looking real quick on the one D&D playtest. So I'm going to click on that material real quick. We got, we got a second here. So you can go to just you know dndbeyond.com. There's actually a one D&D section in here. Uh, and this is where you can view the content. You can look at the content. 
There's a little video, video you can watch that just explained pretty much everything I did. And like I said, there's a PDF you can download of these expert classes so you can read through it. I have not fully read through this. Don't mind me as I'm drinking water doing this. <laughs> I know, bad podcast host. I shouldn't be drinking water, but well, I'm thirsty. Um, yeah, I, I'll let you guys look at this and take the survey. I'll have to review it myself and do a survey later. But um, it actually spells out things. Like, I'm looking at the barred one right now and it kind of tells you a little about what is a bard right uh what are their primary abilities charisma here and it tells you kind of like okay so at the different levels if my thing will work bear with me um your proficiency bonuses your class features that you'll get um spells at different levels you know how do you create a bard you know how your hit points your hit dice i'm sorry your hit points uh, your proficiencies uh it gets into all of that which a lot of this if you know from regular uh, fifth edition D and and beforehand of course very same concept but you get to compare and contrast here to see how you would want to create your characters so yeah definitely take a look um, like I said, there's a PDF file you can look at, review. I'll be doing that after this. Um, and then there's a survey you can submit. Let them know how's it going. Did you know, Are they doing a good job or do they need to rework everything? So definitely keep that in mind while you are doing that. Well, we're a little early here, but <clears throat> before we go to break, I guess we'll take a moment here. And... One thing that I haven't, we talked about in the past a little bit, but on Rage Game Network, but we didn't really go in details too much. Um, one thing to kind of think about is I was, again, I was on vacation. So I was in Florida. I was in uh, the Orlando area, uh, Disney World. And one thing that I'm starting to see that theme parks are doing, and, and it kind of gets into the gaming world because they're doing a lot of more entertainment things. Um, if you've ever been to Disney, especially, the lines for the rides can get fairly long, I would say. Um, when I was there, the longest ride, well, the longest line that we stood in was, uh, I think it was like 90 minutes. The line itself got up to 120 minutes. We were at 90 minutes. Uh, I think it took us eh, right around 90 minutes to get on the ride. You get bored real quick uh, in line when there's not much to do. I'll tell you that right now, especially if you're by yourself. I uh, I went on, uh, what ride was it? Oh, I went on um, Star Wars Rise of Resistance in Hollywood Studios. And my mom and my sister couldn't really um, go on those rides. So I had to go by myself. Again, it was like a 90-minute wait almost. It, it took me maybe 70 minutes to get on the ride. That was a little bit quicker. Um, but I got bored very quickly because there wasn't really much to do. There wasn't, you know, I didn't have anyone with me 
to talk about anything. So what I did is I pulled up my phone, right? And when I pulled up my phone and I downloaded this a few years ago, there's this app you can download called Play Disney, right? For the parks. So what you do is you download this app. Um, and what you can do, and I'll just pull up my phone here. When you're in the parks, <clears throat> like the, here in, in the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge here, Star Wars Lane, whatever you want to call it. We were on the ride, and I did Resistant Encampment. It's a one-person game uh, for Rise of Resistance. So you click, do you want to be on the Resistance or the First Order side, right? And they used to play all these little mini-games, um, which keeps you kind of occupied in line. And I think this is something Disney and other theme park Universal are starting to get into where they know their lines are getting long, and they got to keep their customers happy and busy. Well, they're trying to get, you know, deal with 90 minute, 120 minute. I think the most I saw was a 180 minute line to get on a ride, which is, that's a long time. That's what 180. You're looking at three hours to get on a ride. That's a long time. So you got to do something. So I was able to play this resistance encampment. Pretty much what you could do is they give you jobs in this data pad. They call it this is your phone. And you can you can pick either the resistance first order smuggler, etc. And you can do little mini games. It's little things like little puzzles and things that you can do. I know I did a lot of hacking, so I had to like connect the one dot to the other dot. So like the red dot had to go to the other red dot, and the green dot had to connect to the other green dot without touching. Fun little puzzles. I had to take, you know, little um, different squares and triangles and put them all together to fit the puzzle again little fun things you can do in line because those lines get long and they get long quick uh, when you're in those areas so i think that's the kind of technology that theme parks are doing really good that they're actually starting to focus on um, i think they need to do that in most other parks especially if uh well disney universe are the big ones but you know that's the kind of stuff that you want to keep your customers engaged so um, I really enjoyed that. That was really fun to be able to do that while in line. Um, I would highly recommend if you don't do that while you're in Disney or Universal, um, using what type of app they have to play whatever type of games, just to keep you busy in those lines, those long lines there uh, is, is crucial. So, all right, I think we ranted on enough here about... Uh, the first couple of topics here. So give me a second here. We're going to go to break. Oh, we get back. We'll get into the gaming TV news and updates that I've been following. And then we'll get into pretty boys game of the week. So, all right, guys, uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Bye. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the pretty boy podcast here. Hope you guys enjoy that break from rage game network. Um, now it's time to get on to topic three tonight, today. And topic three today is going to be something that just came out on October 29th. I was actually on vacation. Uh, trying to think where I was. What day was that again? I don't know. I don't remember anymore. Days are blending in. Ah, uh, Saturday. Okay, so 
I was running around in Disney. I think we were going to Disney Springs, the downtown area. And I remember at some point, I think on the bus ride, uh, looking over, jumped into YouTube like I always do. Check out cool new things that are coming up, right? So I'm searching all kinds of stuff. And one of the things that popped up was this video from Prime, uh, yeah, Prime Video. And the video is basically beyond the game, Fallout is what was labeled. So I looked at it and went, huh, okay, something's got to be going on with Fallout. Maybe I should take a look into it. So watch the video. Um, the video is about two and a half minutes long, if you haven't seen it. If you do check out Rage Game Network's uh, Facebook page, I do have a link to the YouTube video in there. So feel free to go online and check that out. And after this, once this podcast gets posted also, I did post a, I did put a posting on my um, page and also Rage Game Network page about the uh, different articles that we went over today in this podcast. Anyways, let's get back on track here. So I saw this video popped up and started listening to it, the two and a half minute um, video. So, <laughs> I uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it's the whole point behind it is they were talking about the uh, the main point of this video is the twenty fifth anniversary of the Fallout games, which just hit us not that long ago, if I recall. And I know it's what late eighties Fallout came out. So originally in the video, in the first part of the video, they have the creator, co-creator of Fallout with some of the um, art directors and some of the people that were involved in all the video games uh, in the franchise and talking about how they're really happy that, you know, Fallout has gotten the success that it has gotten from its first game years and years ago. And they keep talking that throughout this interview, basically, um, that they're excited that we're going into different mediums for Fallout. You know, there were other little game side games that you could play, like Fallout Shelter. I played a little bit, which is a little quirky, fun game. You know, they talked a little bit about how the video games itself have that, you know, dark, twisted humor, wacky humor elements, serious um, grit. I know someone just posted uh, on the YouTube page here. So, um, very, very interesting. Definitely very interesting, to say the least. Um, anyways, what happens is they in, uh, talk about who the director of the series is going to be, the executive producer and showrunner. He shows up, and he plays this little like, oh, yeah, I've never, uh, what, what's this fallout about? And, you know, he's messing with the interview person, which is this, this funny. And you see, uh, you see someone in one of the armor suits pop out with a new cola <laughs> and he grabs it and he opens it and he goes, Oh, you made that fallout game. And then he goes into the whole, you know, Oh, it's a one that dark humor, witty game, yada, yada, post apocalyptic game and all that. And then, you know, he explains, yes, that he's going to be the director of the TV series and, and says, it'll be, we'll be hearing something soon. And then it cuts away. And, uh, I, I uh, just listening to that kind of made me go, ooh, okay, I, I'm a huge Fallout fan. I've played three New Vegas, four 
Fallout 76. And I'm learning a little bit about the lore of Fallout itself because there's so much lore in the games. And if you listen to do all the side quests, you learn a lot about what actually did happen uh, in the universe and the vaults and how they were ran, etc. And it just made me go, okay. Like, it wasn't on my list, but it made me go, okay, I'd love to see, I want to see what the next step is, because I'm not sure about this yet. But but you know what? Amazon, they did Lord of the Rings. They did all these TV shows, The Boys, and all that, it, making me excited. Like, okay, I they have a good direction they're going with this project. And I know Bethesda is behind all this, and they're working with them on this. So, actually, let me look it up, because... I just found out there are some characters. I mean, uh, actors that are involved in the Fallout series. So, I want to say... A couple people that you might know that are going to be in the Fallout series. There's only a handful that have been put on here. Um, let's see. There's Walton um, Geigens. Um he was on, if I recall, he's been in a couple of good shows. He was, I know, in Ant-Man, I think in The Wasp. Um, he was in Justified. He was in The Hateful Eight, um, The Shield. He's been in a lot of TV shows. He's bounced around. Just trying to see real quick here. Sons of Anarchy, he's been in Tomb Raider. He was in that movie. I think he was the villain in that movie. Django Unchained. He was in the 2010 Predator movie. Uh, he's a really good actor. He was Ant-Man and the Wasp. I know he was Ant-Man and the Wasp. He was like a side character in there looking for Hank's uh, technology. Uh, a couple other. Aaron Clifton uh, Montel. Montan. I believe he is. He looks familiar. I'm trying to remember where I've seen him before. Father Stu. Okay. He, he, he looks familiar. I've probably seen him in a couple... Um, shows here and there, uh, NCIS is probably where I've seen him. Probably was an NCIS show. Um, Ella Prunell, I think we talked about her in the past. She just had signed on a few months ago. Um, she was in Kick-Ass 2. Yellow Jackets, I think, is where she made her popularity. And there was one more. Uh, I forgot his name. He was in How I Met Your Mother. Um, Kyle McFallen. McFallen. Um. Oh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, he Dune. I know he's the main character. Dune. He's a really good actor. Um, I've seen him a couple of shows and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's the cast right now that we have online here. Um, like I said, I watched a little bit of the this little video that Amazon put out. Uh, it's 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 good. I, I'm I'm very excited to see where they're where Amazon's going to go with the property. And I, I think what I've seen with the boys and what I've seen with Lord of the Rings, the rings of power now, uh, since I've seen all of season one, I think Amazon does know what they're doing. They're, they're willing to dish out the money to do these things and do these properties in the right way. Um, which is amazing that they're able to do that. So I have a little faith in them that they're going to be able to do this. Um, I know a lot of people are a little, up in the air about that with Amazon, but Amazon, I think in the last few years has gotten better and they've been willing to put the money in and do what they need to do to, um, handle these different properties. I mean, man in the high cast sale was a book 
um, about alternative of World War II. But the Nazis winning and the um, in Japan winning World War II and what would have happened? What's the other side of it if they, uh, the Axis have won World War II? So, I mean, they did a fantastic job with that project. It's a really good project that they did. I think it only ran four seasons, but uh, really shows that other side of the war, what could have happened. But yeah, that's uh we talked a lot about that, so I think we're gonna we're gonna skip on here. We're gonna go to our fourth topic, our last topic to, uh, today. Um so going back to Game Informer, kinda while I was doing my research, I found this. Um we have now a confirmed premiere date for the T V series The Last of Us, which I've overheard multiple times that they were going to do, but I did not know yet if they're going to do it and when they were going to do it. So Naughty Dog actually came out a few days ago. They actually confirmed that the Last of Us TV series was indeed going to be premiering on HBO Max. Uh, It's going to happen January 15th, 2023. Um, They put in this article, you know, if you can see the tweet from Naughty Dog, hey, check out our poster. I mean... From what I can tell, it looks just like the cover of the first game, The Last of Us. This is HBO Original on there. HBO Max below, January 15th. Um, with the main characters there. So, um, nothing exciting to me, but it's like, okay, I knew this was coming, but I didn't know when it was coming. Well, we got it confirmed. It's going to be coming January 15th of 2023. And this is being reported by Eurogamer, which is awesome. If you do have HBO Max, um, they're says something about a sneak peek coming up and I don't think it's up yet or it should be coming up now of this uh, episode. So if you do have that, you can go in there and just check a quick sneak peek of what's to come with this show. So definitely keep that in mind. Uh, Like I said, it's up soon in two months is going to be here. So I would imagine within the next 30 days, they're going to be putting out a trailer um, for the the last of us so we can all see what the world's going to be if um so here's the thing guys i want to know if you're excited for the last of us tv series being premiered on hbo max or also i want to know if you're excited for um bethesda and amazon to have a tv show about fallout and the fallout universe all right so here's what i want you guys to do I want you guys to interact with us at Rage Game Network, right? That's that's the whole point here. We want you guys to talk to us and let us know what's going on and um, let us know if what we're doing, are we doing good, are we doing bad? Uh, these topics today, like the video game ones, you know, hey, you know, are you excited to see a TV series on The Last of Us? Are you excited to see a Fallout TV series uh, come to Amazon Prime? Because they've been doing really good. I could see this project being one of the, the most fantastic ones. So what I'm going to say here is and I want you to go onto Rage Game Network. So you can go to www.ragegamenetwork.com. Our social media pages are there. Get on there. Join us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, wherever you feel comfortable talking to us. Get on there. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Hey, I personally think Fallout's going to be the best TV series for video games of all time. Or, hey, I think it's not going to be the best because, you know, I don't think they got... They're going to do it the right way. Uh, Whatever your opinion is, I don't care. Get on there. Get on the Facebook. Get on the Discord. Get on the Instagram. Let us know 
myself, Andy, Sarah, Connor, Ben, we'll interact with you guys. We'll get on and interact with you and let you know, like, hey, you know, that's totally cool. I respect your opinion or whatever. Or we can have a little, you know, discussion. We can go, hey, why do you feel that way? And we'll work with you on that, you know? I can see eye to eye. We're not all, you know, we're not one-minded people here. So, all right. We're now going to go to Pretty Boy's Game of the Week. Um, this comes from Insomniac Games. Uh, they are behind the Ratchet and Clank series, right? That's how they made their big start in the video game world. So our game of the week is going to be Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. So I picked a game actually that I have on my PlayStation 4, found it in the Steam store and Epic store and said, you know what? Let me brace you guys with this wonderful, wonderful game that Insomniac and PlayStation did. Now it's available for PC players, which is amazing. So Spider-Man Remastered. So I'll, I'll kind of read this a little bit for you. Okay. It says, in Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, the worlds of Peter Parker and Spider-Man collide in an original action-packed story. Play as an experienced Peter Parker fighting big crime and iconic villains in Marvel's New York. Web swinging through vibrant neighborhoods and defeat villains with epic. Okay. Um, looking at this game, this game, the remastered game for PC came out August 12th of this year. Okay. If you look at all the reviews, there's about 29,891 reviews as of this recording. They are overwhelmingly positive. I cannot tell you guys this game is awesome. It's good. If you like Batman, Arkham Knight, um, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, that whole Arkham series, you're going to like Spider-Man Remastered because it has that combat that you've enjoyed in those games. In this, it's very much like the Arkham series and the way that you can fight people. But what's nice is you're Spider-Man. You can fly. You have your web slinging. You can fly through the city. You can go to the different objectives in an open world and complete the tasks. Um, I've completed a good amount of the game. At some point, I'll get back onto the PlayStation and complete it. But the story is good. It hooks you in. It wants you to keep going forward with everything. I think there's like four... Uh, phases of the story for the mainline story and then there's also dlcs that you can buy um that will enhance your experience in the gameplay so right now on the steam store you can get it for 59.99 uh no sales or anything going on right now for this um you like i said you can also get it in the epic game store so if you are interested and you don't have Steam, but you have Epic, you can also get it in there. Um, I just want to confirm. I think it's the same price. Yes, it is. Uh, really good ratings. You know, I really enjoy it a lot, the game. I, like I said, I want to get back into it just because I really enjoy the gameplay. Just to let you know, uh, it's a single-player game. It's uh, So you can get Steve Achievements. Full controller supported. You have Steam Cloud remote play on your TV for Steam. Um, you know, 
Insomniac Games did a good job collaborating with Marvel on this. They've used to optimize to get into the PC. They've used, uh, I think it's Nixus software to help port it over. So great job with them. They did a fantastic job from what I can tell. Uh, graphics are good. I mean, this game is phenomenal. It is beautiful. It is done the right way. So I highly recommend this game. I do. You want to play a good game? Play this one. Uh, it's really good. So, uh, like I said, developer is going to be at Sobnate Games and Nix's software. Publisher is actually PlayStation PC LLC. Just like a lot of the uh, other video game companies, they're starting to reach out into PC, trying to grapple the PC gamers and bring it back into our world. So, uh, they want us to, this PC gamers, to start jumping to console and uh, console players to jump to PC also. It's kind of a two-way road to make some extra cash, but this one's actually a really good game. I would buy this again and play this on the PC, 100%. All right, almost done here, almost done here. So that was all the topics for today. A little bit, oh, about to hit 40 minutes here, so that's not too bad. But let's go back through and see where you can find Rage Game Network and where you can find myself. If you want to find Rage Game Network, I've said this already, but... You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, YouTube, and there's also many other platforms where podcasts are streamed that you can find us. We're pretty much everywhere. Uh, most people listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts mostly, but you know, I know there's other people that use the other different programs that we have here. So just saying, guys, if you want to check us out, I think Spotify and I think Apple Podcasts are probably the best places to find us, and that's usually where everyone finds us, but... If you have a place where you check out podcasts and you like us, that's where you can check us. Let your friends know about the po- uh, Rage Game Network and the podcast and let them know about Pretty Boy Podcast so we can grow this community that we have and get more people into the community and we can work with one another. You know, we want to make this a great experience for all of you. If you're looking for myself, Pretty Boy Chris, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Discord. You can find me on Twitch and on YouTube. Um, like I said, I play a lot on the PC and PlayStation 4. You're going to find me under these names, either blah blah 267 or blah blah 0267. And if you want to reach out to me personally, I forgot, I haven't been adding my email address. You can find me at blah blah 0267 at gmail.com. All this will be in the show notes. If you want to get to these things like our Rage Game Network Facebook, our Rage Game Network Instagram our Discord for Rage Game Network, myself for Facebook, myself for Discord, my Twitch channel, uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, So if you really want to get a hold of us, that's how you can get a hold of myself or Rage Game Network. All right, guys. I think this is a good episode eight. A little bit bit fun. We had a little bit of fun here today. So um, hopefully we can have another fun. Um, Be working on probably the next couple episodes in the next few days here. So we can push them out to you guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for listening to Pretty Boy Podcast today. And uh, I hope you enjoy your day, night, whatever it is. And uh, we'll see you again. All right. Hashtag raging out.